Hello and welcome to the SJ Chronicles. I think it's episode 183. It's uh, 20 past 10 on Friday the 20th of April 2018. Uh, yeah, another another week come to an end. Um, the weather's been pretty warm for the last couple of days and sounds like another day or so of that and then it's going to get um, a little bit cooler, shall we say. I must admit, I'm not a a fan of the heat really um so i don't mind it like i quite like you know 20 degrees centigrade that sort of thing don't particularly like it too warm anyway um i hope you had a great day today i uh managed to get to reading and back which is where i was going to meet with one of the specialists today um i'll tell you the car just sounded absolutely awful when i was braking uh which was on the motorway was not so bad because you don't tend to brake too much but the moment I got into kind of more built-up areas, um, the sound was astounding. And I managed to get back and uh, went to the garage. Um, and basically, not surprisingly, being a Friday afternoon, the guy kind of said, well, we definitely can't look at it today. We might be able to do it tomorrow, Saturday, depending on whether we get through um, our work. Otherwise, it's going to be Monday. So I basically just left the car there because there's nowhere I could be driving it. Um, and now have ended up hiring a car that I'm going to pick up tomorrow morning uh, and probably keep until about Tuesday um, whilst I find out what's wrong with my car and decide whether it's worth spending the money etc to get it fixed the um, the car that I hired you know like it's just from a local place a small car the cheapest I could find actually wasn't too bad it's something like um, well less than 20 pounds a day so I don't think that was too bad for a short-term solution so yeah it's going to be one of those things of having to learn how to drive yet another car tomorrow um because i had a higher car over the, gosh was it over new year and stuff when my car broke down um the clutch had gone anyway so um that's the car saga and uh, i will find out tomorrow or find out on monday what the problem is i seriously think it's something like the brake pads are gone completely on one side and the brake discs are i don't know rubbing on something i don't know something like that but we'll see I may be completely wrong. My um, coffee meet, uh, coffee chat today with the specialist was really good. Uh, another two hour, two hour session. Um, lots of great alignment and like-minded conversation. And you know, this person that I met with saying a lot of the things that um, you know I agree with as well. Um, and it's good actually because for a long time, you know, I was kind of just in my little bubble, if you like, of coming up with the Ralph concept and what we're trying to do and then now I'm talking about it to people and getting their input and their take on things and um, you know and people are always kind of fascinated about why I'm doing what I'm doing and all that sort of stuff um, so yeah really good conversation um, somebody who I think would be wonderful in terms of helping to build the service from scratch and um you know, see where we go in, in the future. Um, she'll probably want to work part-time, and so, you know, we talked about how we manage that situation. Uh, she may want to be self-employed, and, you know, that's, again, another thing that we need to do. So, like I've said before, I think with what I'm trying to do in terms of getting the right people, um, nothing's going to be entirely simple, but we'll get to the other end. Um and you know she also it was interesting she told me about someone that i a mutual acquaintance um 
who I didn't know is setting up his own independent practice. Um, and as it turns out, it's going to be in the catchment for the Ralph. And, you know, um, he and I were interns together many years ago and is a really top bloke. Um, so I'll reach out to him and say hello and see whether we can collaborate together. Um, but apparently him and three other vets and the practice manager were all working for a practice that got bought by a corporate. And they had hoped to buy that practice themselves, but they got bought by a corporate. And so they basically just left en masse um, and, uh, you know, went to um, do their own thing, really, which is obviously uh, something I totally approve of. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Um, and yeah, lots of other things as well about, you know, the place where she currently is at the moment and the problems and the challenges there. And, and none of this stuff is... Um, new, unique, earth-shattering, groundbreaking, you know, it's all kind of stuff that to many people is common sense in terms of how not to do things, but yet, um, especially in a kind of corporate capitalist environment, uh, and, and to some extent when things are at scale, you know, these things, stuff that to many of us seem like no-brainers, um, seem to get just forgotten about, you know. One of the things she raised a few times was this whole behavior where people treat people like they're replaceable, um, you know, and it doesn't matter, it could be you, it could be somebody else, as long as there's somebody there to do the work, um, you know, and that's completely antithetical to the whole Ralph ethos, and yet in many places um, people just get treated in that way. You know, lack of appreciation, they'll go above and beyond and no one will say thank you, and then you'll have these kind of, you know, token gestures where it's um, been a busy week and so you know they'll like buy pizza for everyone at lunch on a Friday which done in the right environment with the right culture is a lovely thing to do done as some kind of band-aid gratitude act over a shit culture is not really the point you know and I always say this to people it's like things like that are great if they're done in the right context but you can't use those as a proxy for treating people well and showing gratitude and appreciation on a regular basis, you know, and people, yeah, sure, they like you when you buy them things, but, um, you know, I'm sure they would like it a lot more if you just said thank you and treated them nicely, um, you know, and, and like she was saying to me, I mean, in turn, crying through exhaustion and despair um, and worry is not really going to be, you know, <laughs> therapeutic-sized, there's such a word, um, by pizza on a Friday lunchtime, so... Yeah, just, uh, you know, really interesting conversations. Um, I've got like a run of them this week, so it's, uh, we'll, we'll get there. We'll get the right people. I, I said many times, I'm not quite sure what this blend is going to look like, but it'll start to spiral a little bit as we get more people on board and people can recommend people and, you know, kind of really kind of build out that thing. So, um, you know, and then meanwhile, the nurses, nurse recruitment, nurse contact continues, so... Yeah, slow and steady, um, and we'll get there with the recruitment. And, um, you know, aside from that, just the uh, the myriad of, <laughs> of things that needs to get done. I was waiting this week for these data sheets from the project manager, the architectural people, where we then have to go through, I think I mentioned in a previous episode that myself and the hospital director were going to, you know, go through basically every room in the hospital and check plugs and positioning and all kinds of things um it's going to be a, a long process i think and uh 
I don't know, it's like looks like it might end up having to be over several evenings next week, which is far from ideal. Um, especially because on Thursday and Friday I've got some pretty long days and traveling already. But um, the hospital director, you know, is currently in another role, so can't be available that readily. And um, yeah, we might just have to... Uh, to do it in the evenings anyway we'll see we'll see how it goes um the, the other thing that was interesting today was i you know this morning um on twitter there was a bit of an well there was actually a message and um i can't quite remember what it was but basically it led me to raise the issue of whether being a a business owner or a freelancer is the same thing as being an entrepreneur and I said, you know, that I think the term entrepreneur is overused and misused um, because I think there are lots of freelancers and business owners, but I don't think they're all entrepreneurs. Um, so it kind of leads you to the question about what's the difference and who cares about the labels anyway. So I did make the point that they're all labels and who cares and everyone needs to just do their thing. But I do think there's a bunch of people going around saying, calling themselves entrepreneurs or saying that someone else is an entrepreneur when... I think for many people they don't fit that definition and it was interesting because somebody who I don't know but obviously saw the message on Twitter non-veterinary a journalist of some sort you know um kind of said oh what he thought an entrepreneur was and it was about the level of risk and about creativity and innovation and pushing boundaries and this kind of thing and it's not about safe and secure and stable and constant um that's not to say that business owners don't take risks, of course they do, but it's about the kind of mindset and the continuity and the trajectory, I think. Um, and, you know, somebody else said that they, yeah, they agreed that uh, they don't think that all business owners and freelancers are entrepreneurs. But what was interesting was that I looked at, I was on LinkedIn a little bit later, just scrolling through, and I saw somebody, you know, in the veterinary sector had posted about somebody else in the veterinary sector and they'd called that person, you know, a tech entrepreneur. And I didn't get engaged in a conversation, but I know what that person's doing, and I wouldn't describe that person as a tech entrepreneur. Setting up a website and trying to build a community doesn't make you an entrepreneur. Uh, it certainly doesn't make you a tech entrepreneur. I mean, you know, it's the kind of most blatant misuse of the term, uh, which just kind of served to prove my point, really. Um, and as I said, these are just labels, and who cares at the end of the day? But it did kind of make me think that, um, you know, there's... Uh, bunch of people going around saying they're entrepreneurs and I guess whatever you know if you like it <laughs> if um if it makes you feel happy then why not right but uh it was interesting anyway um 10 30 I'm gonna head off to bed maybe via a bit of reading or something um a bit too knackered to do any work at the moment tomorrow um finally get to go back to a kung fu session um and take my mum out for dinner um, I think Layla and I have a bit of a talking to you coming from, from my mum, which is just hilarious. Same as we're moving in together for the first time. Um, yeah, it's just so funny. Anyway, um, my mum wants to speak to us. <laughs> anyway, um, so in terms of the house update, actually, we um, had made an offer that was a little bit under the asking price and we tweaked it up a little bit yesterday but basically the offer has been accepted on the house to rent 
Um, but obviously there's a small matter of the reference check and, and all of that to do with the rent. Um, and so, you know, today we paid a security deposit so they don't do any more viewings and paid for the reference checks that need to be happening next week. But I've got to, um, you know, explain to the agent in a bit more detail about the situation so they have a good understanding of that. Because if we just show them bank accounts, bank statements, they're not going to be very happy. But if we explain to them, the you know, how the rent will be paid, then that'll be fine. So it's just a, a little bit, another step, I think, before we can say that we definitely have the house. But, um, you know, if it's destined and it's meant to be, which I've always believed it is, then it will be. And, you know, the thing for me is um, I'm going to be out of the house a lot working, you know, when, when Nada works at home most of the time. And she's got a bunch of stuff on at the moment and we'll be getting busier and busier and needing to be away from home too but um you know i mean it's a lovely house um and like with everything you know there are pros and cons but from um yeah just the fact that you know every time she walks in that house later smiles <laughs> can't get a smile off her face and um pretty much from the first day said it was a dream home it's kind of like it was a you know a universal done deal at that point really so it's kind of like what do you have to do to get it rather than maybe we will maybe we won't you know so we'll work it out i'm sure we'll manage to explain to them what it is how it is we're going to pay and if it means that we have to like pay more months up front or whatever um then so be it you know so whatever whatever it is required um we'll make sure we secure that secure the house and uh, and that'll be cool um so yeah that's going on at the moment as well and then maybe you know next week week after start thinking about uh, what what does moving look like uh, which probably won't be till kind of late June but um, maybe time to get a new car <laughs> see what that looks like uh, yeah so it's kind of really interesting you know interesting times all the stuff going on but um, but all good all right so uh, wonderful and um, have a great weekend I will be working tomorrow and then go to Kung Fu and take my mum out Sunday, I think Leila and I will both be we'll go to the gym, um, but we probably need to do some some work. Um, so unoriginal, I know, but uh, hey, such is life. Um, so yeah, uh, you know. But um, if I don't catch you over the weekend, I shall catch you on Monday. And uh, in the meantime, as always, take chances, be compassionate, and live in a beautiful state. And um, yeah, have an open heart and an open mind. Cheers. Bye bye.